so I want to know, is there something along the way that you had these like good signs of how to be humble or is that just something you've always had? Is that something you've been raised with? Um, raised with for one. Yeah, definitely. My parents will always keep me in check. Yeah. If I feel like I'm getting too cocky or anything yeah. like that. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like I've had to earn what I have and mm. I respect the work that I put in and I see the work that other people put in if it's not more than me. So like, I don't know. I don't see any reason to be overconfident. I am an everyday athlete. I am an everyday Good morning, everyone. This is Jared Bass with Mark McCain, and you are listening to Everyday Athlete, a podcast devoted to bringing you the amazing stories behind the lives of day-to-day CrossFit athletes like yourself. And we have a uh, pretty amazing guest. Welcome, Drew. So Drew Wayman uh, just finished his uh, first appearance at, is it just Central Regional now? Central. It's just Central. They combine like Central East and Central North. Central. It gets gets, like bigger every year now. I know. I swear. I know. (laughs) Uh, So just just finished. Top 10, 8th place, correct? Uh, I think ninth. Ninth. okay. Yeah. Still top 10. So that's pretty, <laughs> solid, solid. That's pretty, sure. pretty unbelievable. Uh, and, and again, just being a part of the CrossFit world for, for some time now. And I remember the first year they brought it down from 60 individuals to, or was it 40 or 60? I don't know. Either way, it's not getting any easier. It's not getting any easier. Yeah, that's that's a big point. Harder. And not to mention you are how old? 22. 22. That's pretty pretty astounding. Because uh, mm-hmm. we didn't start, you and I probably didn't start until we, we were 24, 24 or so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you, how long have you been doing CrossFit? About three and a half years. Three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So, started out at, at below 20. Yeah, I think and, uh, 19. 19. How'd you find it? Uh, there was a club at Ohio Northern University. Oh, cool. That had a, uh, a group called Polar Fit. We were the polar bears up there. Polar Fit, yeah, okay, so yeah. Um, it was just kind of a high intensity, somewhat CrossFit if we had the equipment to do CrossFit mm-hmm, kind of club, mm-hmm. and that's what exposed me to it. And mm-hmm. then uh, once I transferred to the University of Cincinnati, I was able to actually join like a real affiliate, yeah. and it's awesome. taken off from there. That kind of oh, gets yeah. your. What was your? I always love asking. Do you do you have a first workout that really made you go like I don't know if I hate this or if I love it? Do you remember? <laughs> it made you question life. Like, yeah. Uh, well, I think it was. <laughs> The first crossword work I ever did was dumbbell goblet squats and burpees. It was like a 10-minute ladder, just a 1-1, 2-2, 3-3, one, one, two, two, three, three, and it wrecked my world. Well, it was terrible. And you and and you say so you're a soccer player originally, yeah, right? Yeah. And you're like, I'm pretty fit. I can do this. Yeah, exactly. And then you go, what happened? <laughs> what happened? I can't I understand. Yeah, I realized I'd never squatted below parallel until that yeah. moment. Exactly. <laughs> what, uh, what, what position you play in soccer? I was center back. Okay, yeah. so I was always midfield, so okay. I played my entire life, and same thing. It's so the whole time, like, I'm so, why do I need to lift? Yeah. I run, <laughs> I can run long distance, um, decently fast, and then, again, you put a bar on your back, and you have someone actually tell you to go below parallel, yeah, and you're yeah. like, nope. That's not going to happen. It's all quads. <laughs> I don't understand. I have no yeah. butt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we talk about that all the time, but one of those original things that just stick in your mind from almost a decade ago thinking like oh my god 
it just put me on my back. Thinking, right. I remember Fight Gone Bad the very first time we ever did it. Uh-huh. And it was, I was like, I'm pretty sure I gave myself a respiratory infection. <laughs> like, like, uh-huh. A little blood taste in the back of the mouth. Oh, yeah. Well, well I think it's just that intensity piece, right? So, I mean, I'm sure you, that wasn't just like necessarily the first time uh, mentally, maybe you've, you've gone that far into a workout, but did, did you always um, kind of have an intense kind of sense around you like whenever you were athlete were you really competitive oh absolutely yeah yeah like i always wanted to be the best and Mm. all of that that comes along with just being an athlete in general yeah so what um so how do you get from being a 19 year old doing goblet squats and burpees to a regional athlete i mean because obviously (laughs) there's a three two and a half year three year process to where you know you are increasing volume but did did was it like I'm going to regionals. Like after you start day one, like thinking like I, I this is something I really want to do, or is it kind of by happen chance? Um, a little bit of both, kinda. I mean, starting out looking up to guys like like Rich Froning and all them. Again, in the back of my head, it was like that would be really really cool to sure. one day maybe be at that level or to compete against them yeah. in some capacity. But I'd say for the first year and a half, it was just kind of falling in love with CrossFit and adding in more volume and more lifting and stuff, just because I love to do it. And then seeing seeing that work, going okay, maybe maybe there's a possibility yeah, yeah. like this could be real, and so just kind of taking the steps slowly to, again, add in more volume, add in more intensity. And did you identify any like clear weaknesses whenever you started? Was it was it just like a general strength, or was there some movements maybe that you're like, oh, um, anything gymnastics related yeah. was terrible, and it still is my absolute yeah. like biggest weakness. Well, sure. you're pretty tall. How tall? Six foot. Six foot. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. So that's I've giant in the even, crossfit world. Prior to, <laughs> prior to meeting you, even just seeing photos of you, I'm like that guy's tall. Yeah. yeah. Like that, and that that is that's, that's a one tough. of the benefits of lining up next to Matt Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, really tall. Really tall. <laughs> really tall. <laughs> right. Of course, Matt's not gonna listen to this. So it doesn't no. matter. But uh, but <laughs> you know the, yeah. But the you know the funny thing is is you you know for a while we it's always was like gearing more towards your Josh Bridges kind of figure mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you got to be 5'6", five, 5'7", yeah, five, right. uh-huh. and 195 pounds. And now I feel like the way they've been switching a lot of stuff up, it there is no body type. It, uh-huh. it seemed like for a while, those the kind of like mid-2010s, like your 2013, 14, 15, it was like, you have to be this body type in order to be successful in the sport. And there are your outliers, there always is. But now they've thrown, you just look at the dumbbells from you know yeah. last year. Look at what they did this year with incorporating some, some pretty higher, high skilled gymnastics walking. Super high skill. Yeah. And now it doesn't matter what size you are. You know, um, they didn't, did they have a really heavy lift? They didn't have a max lift or anything like that. Do they know snatch ladders or anything no, like that? No, not really. Yeah. I mean, the snatch workout in general, at the first half was pretty heavy. Yeah. Especially if you're a smaller guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. In general, I mean, there's no 90 percentile yeah, lifts yeah. or anything like that. Because right. that's always one that, that separates some of those outliers. Yeah. Where if you've got you know small femurs and a long torso, going to put you in the right position to right. do some heavier Olympic lifts. Because again, you saw you see these these cycles of of who's got the biggest motor early 2010s, who's got the best Olympic weightlifting mid 2010s, and now we're gearing towards the end of this decade, and it's like who's they're incorporating a lot more of that. Um, you know, single arm work, the yeah, higher gym, skill gymnastics, gymnastics, you know? and like you said, that monostructure. Yeah, not, not necessarily 
uh, unilateral almost type, yeah. type movements and stuff like that with the with the dumbbells. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like I'll be doing this again for almost a decade. If they throw in single arm dumbbell squat snatch, I'm I'm not doing the open. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. I, it's like it's just one of those things where it's like it's something that especially if as we're getting a little bit older, we are now shooting ten years older than you. Wow. Um, uh, but but it's like, do I? Can I still be fit without doing that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. you know. But I think yeah. you see it's the evolution of the sport for sure, just like anything else. You know, where we're seeing this issue with NFL right now is obviously concussions. They're finally like addressing this thing where CrossFit's finally saying like, hey, maybe we are. Um, you know, we bill ourselves as the fittest in the world. So there's certain truisms now, like obviously in the late, um, you know, 2000s and uh, early days of the games, eight and nine, their Olympic lifting was not great. So they're like, hey, sure. we need, we need yeah, tell. it was, <laughs> I think it was like 205 was like a good snatch. Yeah. Now that's like, you can do that for 15 reps in a row, right, you know, right. whatever it is. Um, now 305 snatches, you know, right. pretty good. So that's a truism now it's like you have to be good at olympic weightlifting and i think now they're they're, they're basically just saying hey look uh obviously a motor is consistent you have to be good at olympic weightlifting you have to have high level gymnastics and you also have to throw some unilateral type stuff like dumbbell training and oh by the way we're going to make you lunge with them we're going to make you step up over the box which that workout looked just terrible um <laughs> talk, you talked about your quads being smoked yeah i'm sure that that didn't help no um but I, I think, you know, just as the brand, you know, they're, they're built, whether it's a particular um, style athlete, I still don't think you're going to see a lot of six, five and up, you know, no. uh, compete, you know, unless you're just crazy motor, um, just with that range of motion, so on and so forth. But anyway, I think CrossFit, you know, is establishing these truism. That's kind of why I asked the question, like, as far as identifying weaknesses. So I think it still comes back to the fact that you got to make your weaknesses, your strengths yeah. and just strengthen the, the strengths even stronger. Um, I want to well not switch gears and stay with me for a second, uh, just because. Yeah. So my my future wife, my fiance, we finished our our pre canna last night um, for getting married in August, and one of the things they talk about are the signs of a good marriage. And one of those is like if Mark's Mark's married and has been married for a little while now, and um, unbeknownst to him, I look at him and say, when Mark holds a door for his wife, that reflects on me. Right, and one of the things that um, that I've noticed from just talking to you for the last like ten minutes is you are very humble, which is oh, really hard to find in a twenty-two-year-old. Really hard to find in a good athlete. Uh, so I want to know: is there something along the way that you had these like good signs of how to be humble, or is that just something you've always had? Is that something you've been raised with? Um, raised with for one. Yeah, definitely. My parents will always keep me in check. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting too cocky or anything yeah. like that. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like I've had to earn what I have, and mm. I respect the work that I put in, and I see the work that other people put in, if it's not more than me. So, like, I don't know. I don't see any reason to be overconfident. So like, one of the things you said, I think maybe before we started recording here, was... Um, just like you know, Mark asked you got to meet anybody while you're there, and you, you said how just amazingly nice Matt Frazier was. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and it's just one of those things where he is at the the peak. He's the yeah. pinnacle he's of our sport. Okay. Yeah, he's literally he the, the sharpest tip of the spear right now. Right there. Yeah. And you know, so unbeknownst to Matt Frazier, the way he carries himself, 
reflects the rest of the sport. So that was yeah, kind of my absolutely. point with that, with yeah. this whole marriage. So like, in, in, and you see that and you say, that's the, that is where I want to go. Right. That's how he acts. Right. Now, he, had he say like, hey, I'm Drew, and he just gives you the bird, yeah. that's going to be like, well, that's how top athletes act. Right. You know, so right. it, it's funny because you're going to have, you know, this as you progress as an athlete um, and become a little bit more in, in the public eye, the way you react to certain situations is going to impact everyone below you. Right. Um, not below you, but you know what I mean. Yeah, everyone that around might look you. Up to yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's just, that's a, we try and preach humility and, and that's one of our core values and we try and preach that every single day. And I think it's huge to have, especially in this sport where you got jack dudes and, and girls with shirts off to have a little bit of humility <laughs> and say, uh, hey, yes, it took a lot of work, but yes, I have a long way to go. And I think the opposite side of the coin is obviously confidence. And yeah. I know, and you have the confidence to be able to go out there and line up and be like, you know what, I can't. And, and especially this year at regionals, I, I feel like now you should have the utmost confidence that, like, <laughs> hey, you know, you won an event at regionals, you won a very, very difficult event, the triple threes, at regionals, and you know, um, you had a great, you know, placing um, all all weekend. And now it's it's like you said, it's having the humility that hey, there are people out there working harder than me, or even you know just as hard, but I'm still doing my best I can but also having the confidence to be like, you know what, I can't hang with these guys. I can go out there and throw down and, and hold my own. So I think there's a, that, that cocky confidence thing is kind of what he's hitting at with, with Frazier. I'm sure he's, he's super confident, yeah, you know, yeah, he, but he at the is. same time, <laughs> yeah. And as he should be, he's a, what is he three time? Is it two time? Two time. Two time fittest man. Yeah. So probably, yeah, probably. Either, either way. <laughs> I mean, he got second, second, yeah, first, first. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just, they already got his name wrote on the check, yeah. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, you know, he, he is, it's nice to see that humility. It's the same thing with Froning. I feel like he did a good job of modeling that, um, for the sport for the most part, but at the same time, like when it's three, two, one go, like he is a hundred percent expecting to win. Right. So, know, so speaking of that, walk us through maybe just some, a typical training week for you. You follow um, comp train? Yeah. I follow comp train. Yeah. So leading up to regionals um i mean still following comp train um if i could break the sessions into two sessions a day just so i could keep intensity higher throughout those sessions yeah. i would yeah. do that um but like back in the winter i mean it would just be go to class come into the gym try and knock out everything in one chunk just go through it as best i could and then if it didn't take two and a half hours to get through it, add in some weakness work or some accessory stuff just to address stuff that I personally need to work on. But are you training by yourself or did you have like training partners? Um, let's see, seventy-five percent by myself. Mm. And then if there was something really gross programmed, I would try and like <laughs> drag a buddy into it with me. Come on, man, do this. Yeah, like, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be, be fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy a milkshake. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and and I again take this in which the spirits intended because I don't want I don't want to take away but like you being a student I think is beneficial to your training schedule oh yeah I think so yeah I think it's an advantage for well, sure and, and the reason I bring that up is because and we don't see it nearly as much anymore we used to have people come in day one and they're like I'm going to regional so I'm like you can't touch your toes you know like <laughs> let's start with that and, and, and not that you're trying to bring those people down but having an understanding of where you are and, and being real with yourself and saying this is where I'm at or this is where my life's at this is where my priorities you know yeah. lie because right now you are a student you're basically a student athlete yeah you go, you yeah. go to school 
and do you, are you a coach as well? I coach at Soto. Okay, yeah. so, uh, you know, have part-time job. So your life is very conducive for what you want to do right now. Correct. Yeah, yeah very. Um, has, has that shifted at all over the past three years, or has it just kind of been, I've just been a student, I go to work, and then I, I try and work out? No, it's I've pretty much been living the same life for yeah. three years. Not yeah. much has changed. Yeah, it's just school's, school's priority. Um, but CrossFit is a second. Yeah. Um, it's actually been interesting. Like as CrossFit's grown for me, I mean, school has gotten better and better and better. Uh-huh. And I think it's just realizing how much time it takes to be good at something. Like I realize, like if you want to be good at CrossFit, you got to put a lot of time in. Right. You want to be good at school, you got to put the time in. Sure. Before, like I, I didn't used to put the time into school until I realized like how much effort. It truly takes. You, you have a hundred percent in this. That's we we talk about this yeah. constantly, and you have a hundred percent to give every day, and you've got, you know, sixty percent of your time is your job, and you've got forty percent left. Well, you have a family, or you know, whatever your priorities may, may be, and that may leave only five percent for the gym. And if that's where you're at, that's fine. If you want to be better at that, then you have to make room somewhere right. else. And it's yeah. understanding that you're a product of your choices. Yeah. So you're a hundred percent in control of like choosing that like hey you know I, I went to the same college you did guess what I party a lot <laughs> you know? that was my choice though you know that was my choice I moved I didn't grow up in Cincinnati I moved here and I was in a big city and it was all new and exciting and I did different things yeah when it one time came I buckled down and I did you know school and I had a job and all that stuff but you know I didn't have I obviously didn't uh, discover CrossFit till after college but anyway um, but it was still my choice Right. It was my choice to go and do that, and I, I applaud you for having that maturity and that humility, like you said, to, to really focus in, because there's a hundreds and thousands of other things you could be doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, where along the way did you kind of make that decision that I'm like, this is, this is where I'm going to focus my time? Um, I don't think there was any definitive any moment. Definitive moment, just kind of along the way. Hmm. A lot of people in college like to do the parties mm-hmm. and the going out and all sure. that stuff, and I've never liked that. For some reason, just always been uncomfortable in that environment, and mm-hmm. so when I found the gym, it just felt more comfortable and more yeah. natural. And the funny part is, is like especially just how like fickle nineteen and twenty and twenty one, twenty two year olds are. It's just like oh, that guy's a loser, and then he's not going to go party, chucking a beer, <laughs> and then you say no, and then you get to like twenty five, twenty six, and it was like, oh, you're so lucky. You can do all this stuff like no like, when know. i was 19 <laughs> way back then yeah, that's exactly. where it started you know yeah that's uh, that's admirable honestly in a lot of ways you know and um you'll you'll be that much more successful that much faster because of it i, yeah. I can guarantee that because you're studying uh, physical therapy you just said that right correct and uh we were talking a little bit earlier about maybe just speak to maybe how that kind of just helps your training and and uh, whenever you're doing, you know, all these different movements and maybe experiencing some uh, muscle soreness. Yeah, so I'm in the undergraduate track for physical therapy at UC right now. And so a large majority of what we're doing is just general biomechanics and then a lot of exercise physiology. Mm. So having an understanding of why I'm doing the workouts I'm doing, mm. like realizing I'm, you are training certain metabolic pathways yep. with certain yep. ex, like certain workouts and stuff rather than just going... All right, we're gonna go do toes the bar, and then ride the bike, and like, uh-huh. why? Why are we doing this? And sure. then you can realize like where to focus on certain workouts and stuff like that. Cool. And then just having like 
the after effect of being sore and beat up and knowing kind of how to how to fix that and having sure. professors and outlets to help with that well minimally just knowing the value of like you know recovery is important yeah stretching right. is important because right. you know, so many people just don't understand that you know like jared said that especially those five percenters that are just coming in for an hour a day and kind of yeah. you know want to hurry up and get in and get out it's like they're not spending 15 minutes before bed stretching yeah you know right. stuff like right. that and that's our wondering we try and cram it in yeah you know and, and again we always try to teach you know from from being practitioners and learning from our mistakes um, do you get to study nutrition at all? Is that like some? I have my I have a minor in nutrition. Oh, actually. awesome! Yeah, fantastic! Yeah, uh, you were so much more impressive than I was at twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but that that is that is truly amazing. I mean, look Maybe. at his hair for one. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm jealous of anybody with hair. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, having that knowledge, so that that's we try and preach that as much as possible whenever we start a class it is this is the response that we are expecting from your body yep. and is that something you can share do you share that with the, the people that you coach or is that just something that you know because I feel like that is such a helpful tool to say I mean, Fran's an easy one we know what Fran is supposed to <laughs> right, feel like right right we also know what Murph is supposed to feel like you are not hitting the ground running during Murph right but you're hitting the ground running doing friend. This is, this is what is expected. Is that something you can pat, you pass on while coaching? Or is that just something? Yes, yeah, definitely. I definitely try to. Um, so if like I'm coaching and I'm going over the workout for the day for the class, I try to kind of explain the stimulus just so they understand how to scale the workout properly. Sure. So I think that's the biggest thing is people see the RX and just go, oh, all right, like it looks heavy. Maybe I'll just do something heavy. It's like, okay, no. Or the people who go heavy just to go heavy. Or just, yeah, You exactly. know, like the, oh, I'll wear a vest during it. No, that's an excuse to go slow. Right. Like that's, right. that's exactly. the biggest one. Exactly. Yeah, so like, and another beneficial thing is just having like earlier class times, their times to work on something, but I'm like, this is your range. Right. Like if exactly. you can't do RX within this range, Please scale the workout, or else you're, you're you're doing a different workout. You know, it's it's not what we're trying to do today. Yeah, I think a big one is grace, right? It's like it shouldn't take yeah, you 20 minutes right. to do grace, but it did it RX. Yeah, it's like you know this should be a knock them down, drag them out. Like I just got through 30 reps and I want to collapse. Yeah, you know, kind of workout. Obviously, if you you know exhibit you know forage motion without any restrictions, and uh, you know you can handle the barbell well. Um, you know, again, that's that's one of those ones where it's like people that are going ten plus minutes on it. It's like, oh, you're missing the stimulus. Yeah, you're you not know. doing. We're not. Right. This should be grace. under five minutes. You know, yeah. workout. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I think that's being able to verbalize that though is like so yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Well, and being able to coach people through it and get getting them to realize, and again, going back to when we talked to Stephen um, and the way that he kind of grooms his people to kind of think for themselves. We used Helen a lot in that in that episode but it was like when they do Helen it's not a three rounds for time 40 meter run 21 swings 12 pull ups it's three rounds of a 40 meter sprint with 21 unbroken hip extensions yeah. and 12 pulling movements yeah. it's up to you to figure out what that is yeah. now that takes a lot to groom your people to do that but when you yeah. do man that's that's a whole new level of fitness because now Absolutely. Every, everyone has the same response you know, everyone's mm -hmm. finishing right around that sweet spot. You don't have your 22 minute people, you yeah, know, right. they walk right. the 400 meter. So, um, so you said minor in nutrition, how does that help you? 
I know I, I know how it does, but I want you to tell people how that helps you. Uh, it was huge for me. Um, the best class, at least personally, was we had a nutrition and exercise class, mm. and just learning how to break down macronutrients and learning how much you're supposed to eat pre post workout yeah how much you should eat generally throughout a day just stuff like like i was able to refine my own nutrition and like plan my macros and stuff mm. like that which is something i didn't even know existed before that class <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah. uh awesome. yeah at least especially over this past year i mean that was been that was huge for what me. was the biggest uh changes you made to was it like a carb pro were you not getting enough uh i was eating way things? too much fat way too much fat yeah it was yeah. like half a jar of peanut butter a day oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I was like it's healthy right it's yeah. peanut butter it's great and I was like oh, oh. no that's a lot of calories yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that tends to be a little uh, counterproductive for for muscle production yeah exactly so exactly. but again the, the, the really cool thing is when you can uh, a figure that out for yourself and you start to you see like almost instant changes you can see that within yeah. two weeks yeah. where you stop eating a half jar of peanut butter and replace it with something a little bit better choices yeah. But then when you can pass that along to people and then they really start to see those upticks and, and whether mm-hmm. for most people it's body composition, let's be real. Oh, you yeah, know, uh, you talk about really athlete important. status, you're you're talking about shaving seconds off of workout. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people it is body composition and you get some people they do that because they oh well they look at peanut butter as a protein. Yeah, exactly. It is not. Exactly. It's not it is mostly it's not fat. There's yeah. some protein in there, yeah. but the vast majority of it is fat. Um, so what does, uh, we talked a little bit about um, how you're feeling right now, uh, yeah. and it's pretty much fully recovered at this point? For the most part, like I'm, I'm going to work out today. Yeah. Like, um, to. Did you do anything in particular, anything specific after regionals to kind of fast track you back on, onto uh, feeling a little bit better? Not really, just general, like I tried to stretch, yeah. some rolling out. Um, yeah. Voodoo flossing, sure. Just mm. the stuff I do normally. Maybe yeah. back up and uh, just t- kind of take us through the regional weekend, what that was like, and and uh, <coughs> you know, you guys probably will you arrive on Thursday? Yeah, or? yeah. I got yeah. there Thursday. Check in was around like three o'clock, so we just rolled in. Um, got there, checked in, got the tattoos and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, pretty oh, yeah. cool experience. Um, yeah, they upgraded. Usually, it was just a sharpie. Yeah, yeah. Sharpie <laughs> as a guy with a sharpie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, did, was, uh, did you get uh, did you get drug tested? Right I was at, not. At, yeah, at the, no, no. I don't know if they did that at the beginning or. I think they say they they just do the podium finish. They just do the podium. Okay, so as soon as they announce right. it, you're like corralled back there. And I'll I bet. Could have swore the one year whenever we were there it was like they they pee, they were they were they were piss testing people. I'm sure they do it randomly. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they do. Yeah. Either way, sorry. Um, you go down with your family and stuff, or was it? Yep, yeah, down with the family. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So you get there Thursday, and then you check in. They give you like a brief, and then um, Friday first workout, um, triple threes, right? Triple three. Yeah. yeah. So walk me through that. What did you have a strategy going in there? Yeah, I mean I'd done that workout in full probably twice. I'd done probably three additional variations of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I knew exactly what pace to hold on the rower. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to go 100, 100, 100 on the double unders mm-hmm. as long as we ended up like tripped up or sure. something like that. Sure. But And then I had not run on an assault runner. All my stuff had been on a true form. So right. that was a, you know, a little bit of a switch, but the assault runners, mm-hmm. I think, are a little bit easier, oh, honestly. Yeah. So I got on there, and I wanted to hold around a 745 Mm. minute pace yeah that's nice and so for my first mile is probably right at that 
second mile slowed down a bit and then at the end I knew the guy next to me I kept seeing his paw move like mm-hmm. just like three mm-hmm. seconds before me I was like screw it like I was wondering how they were gonna go. kind of you know visually show you and that yeah. was that was actually kind of a good idea with yeah. the movement of the yeah. thing so. I liked it um and those what, what did, what, sorry what, what did you get on that what was your time 3810 3810 I think was that a record um, that was a PR for me PR yeah, yeah. okay yeah. awesome that's pretty awesome uh, and, and running on those is not like running on pavement <laughs> no it's completely different yeah it's almost like a different movement what's it what's it what's it feel like what's the biggest thing you can akin it to <sighs> the balance for one like you feel shaky the whole time on them um, mm-hmm. so it's just a lot more energy to stay stable and to stay relaxed yeah and then just to keep it moving, I feel like it blows your hamstrings up like yeah. crazy. Yeah, just because, like, it's weird because you know it, it almost seems counterintuitive to like almost that pose method because uh-huh. it almost feels when you watch people do it, it like they're they're heel striking to drag <laughs> that exactly. kind of runner along, but uh-huh. that's hundred percent counterintuitive. Not counterintuitive, but against what a lot of that pose running method kind of preaches. Right. Whereas almost striking. Right at your feet, yeah. right below your feet. But then, if you did that, you wouldn't have anything to you push against. You wouldn't go anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, good. I was going to say, so after triple, how long do you have to recover till the next event? I think we had, that was the longest day that we had in between events. I think we had like three and a half hours. Yeah, that was like 49 minute time cap, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was long. Yeah. I don't, know what's, what's, I don't know what's worse, having shorter, or yeah. depending on what it is, sometimes a shorter uh, rest period is, is almost better because you don't yeah. have the time to cool back down and pull yeah. back up again. Yeah. Yeah. After that one, though, I was, it was nice having a long rest after that one because that was just, I mean, that drained uh-huh. every ounce of energy uh-huh. you had out of So, what did you do to recover? Did you eat, drink? <sighs> just chugged a bunch of water, um, ate a couple bagels, and then. Sat in a chair for three you hours. You had <laughs> bagels. What kind of bagels? <laughs> Plain bagel. Oh, yeah, nothing fancy. Oh, that's some raisin. Yeah, raisin stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, so what was next? Uh, Linda was the second event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was. And they yeah. and they they averaged the weight out to two ninety five one one ninety five one ninety five one fifty five one forty five one forty five. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, what was it like with those shorter bars? Is that short the, bars were weird. That, that looked weird. They, they were very I think weird. That's, so like for the cleans it was kind of fun and yeah. it didn't do anything but the, the snatch workout oh, yeah. wrecked my world yeah, that's, I did the first one I'd like, never touched a short bar before Oh damn. so I did the first snatch and I was like oh no this is not even going to be the yeah. same workout like, right. it was like doing clean grip snatches yeah. the entire you, time. you would think like they would figure out a way whether it's venue or just how they're positioning <clears> to like let's use real barbell bar, I mean especially yeah. the, you know we talked earlier about it it's like you imagine if someone was 6'5 out there trying to Oh, you snatch couldn't, a short bar, couldn't. like that's yeah. anyway. Yeah, I digress. I'm, I'm, I'm for the <laughs> no, tall, I, for I, tall people. I, right? I, I agree. I mean, I I do remember picking them up and thinking because they still weigh 45 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't look like it should weigh that much. And then, yeah. Yeah. and then somehow, like, did I don't know what you make a metal bar heavier with. Yeah, mm-hmm. but metal being bar. that short, it is still the same weight. Yeah. But so, so Linda, that's a that's a lot of volume. That's uh, and you you did a really good job of that was. workout. What uh, what did you finish on that? I think I finished right at the fourteen minute mark. Yeah, I think placing wise was uh, I believe six. Six. That's yeah. solid. So yeah. first and a six. Yeah, day one. Your first day. Yeah, it was <laughs> a great first day. Watching a lot of those guys come off that that bench and waddling over to the 
you know, literally waddling to the, the squat clean, clean bar. <laughs> yeah. you know? I'll tell you what you did what was really smart was you, you jogged between, you know, you, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I saw you walking much. Not much. Especially the towards the first two yeah. or three rounds. Yeah, the, the first couple, obviously, the volume, you know, the reps are, are, you know, if you're not familiar with the workout, yeah. you start at 10, you go down the one. Travel warm. time is a real thing. It, but, yeah. you know, especially with, because you're actually, the clean bar is getting further and further away. Yeah, and it was going and way the deadlift further bars, away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not moving. So that was really smart on your part to uh to run so what what's uh you know you finish linda you, you see hey man i'm in first place at the central regional after day one what, what are you thinking that i i still like haven't really yeah, processed that to be completely that. honest i mean it was it was it really happened. cool it was really <laughs> like unbelievably unexpected um like day one was obviously the best day for me mm-hmm. and i knew it was going to be but like yeah, not to that finish yeah. one. Yeah. And yeah, like, I didn't think I was going to win yeah. the first Do you screenshot? Like, I would just be screenshotting. Oh, I, like, I, I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, uh, back, my background. Like, right. For life. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're, you know, again, I don't, I don't know, know you that well, but um, how obviously social media, stuff like that, I'm sure you're getting blown up. And, yeah. you know, was it, yeah. was it tough to kind of put that thing down and, like, get some sleep? Um, uh, yeah, Friday it was. Night. I mean, it was cool to watch yeah, it kind of sure. explode. Um, but once it was like, go to sleep, I mean, mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. throw it away, focus That's on good. the next day. That's good. But even still then, I mean, yeah. sleeping was very minimal sure. that whole weekend just because mm-hmm. of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a lot of pressure mental. being yeah. added to it and like, mm-hmm. can he hold on the next day and mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. So next day, what uh, was the first event? That was the gymnastics. Oh, the, yeah, the, the wall and the steps. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty, it's pretty crazy to watch the progression of gymnastics in the sport. The uh-huh. the first year that they had handstand walks, like it was, we'd walk 120 feet, and it was like, you know, it was crazy to see that. And uh-huh. now I'm literally walking up and down stairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. The, the hardest, anytime you elevate yourself, the hardest thing is keeping your center of gravity over top. Right. Of basically having you, it's a controlled fall for a lot of people. Yeah. They're, they're, no, if is. you're not yeah. born into the gymnastics world, it is a controlled fall. You're basically getting past the point, uh, perpendicular, leaning forward, yep. and almost catching running yourself. Running after your feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did see uh, you went over and worked with Keith Pettit a little bit. I did. Yeah. Yeah. The big help. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he gave me some just tips on how to stay centered, how to breathe a little bit better yeah. while doing them. What are some like things that. he kind of told you to do? Uh, one is just the most important thing is just staying stacked. So if you watch a lot of CrossFitters, they walk like this and are super arched the banana. over the back. Yeah. Scorpion. And so he's like, if you're trying to walk up a ramp and then you stay arched, he's like, you're going to be like in a C. Yeah. So he's like, you, the more you can stay stacked on top of yourself and just lean a little bit extra further, it's like, it's going to be way easier to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. If you ever watch, and you watch, especially females, they grew up in the sport of gymnastics, and you watch those uh, uh, females walk, I mean, it, it's a pencil. Yeah, the, you know? the females are so much better. It's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you see the guys, and like you said, it's just this, this like big C. Yeah, right. And yeah. it's just like, they're just hands are sideways instead of walking here yeah. uh-huh. but yeah. um so how that how was that for you you said gymnastics is your weakest point right yeah 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 um that was probably my favorite event to be honest uh-huh. with you because i'd only run through it 
fully one time in practice and it was like catastrophic disaster like i think Uh i barely made it through like the second set of muscle ups Uh because like the ramp and stuff we had set up was just this junky rig of a ramp and steps and so like hard to replicate yeah it just threw me off and not to mention when we talked to kyle he's like it's like two grand yeah, you know, like to buy it. No gyms are just shelling out two thousand dollars for yeah. one athlete to practice this before <laughs> right. for regionals. Yeah. So we'd come up with kind of just like a makeshift game plan, like, hey, if all goes well, like this is how you should go through that event. Right. And fortunately, like it went exactly to plan. Nice. Like I ended up missing two walks, which set me back maybe like a minute on that mm-hmm. event, but mm-hmm. like. I only missed, Overall, two. missed two. Yeah. You missed two. Yeah. And not to mention, for because even though we're not at the, the top, we're not in all the games athletes, but like just at regionals, like they're incredible athletes. And to make it look that easy, uh-huh. people don't realize how difficult that really yeah. is. That's yeah. got to be one of the hardest things they've ever thrown at a regional, for yeah. sure. Like, uh, yeah, I would think yeah. so. Like just look at just walking your hands alone is a skill that most people don't just pick up on right away and then to have to go up an elevation stairs and then back down a just uh-huh. smooth elevation yeah that's that's huge and to only miss two and not to mention the way they had it set up to where if you uh-huh. fell you had to walk up to it yeah, and then go up and then back down work. and then pass the line yeah. Like that was that's incredibly difficult. And the element was for muscle ups and pistols. Correct. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're getting a lot of obviously pistols, not shoulders, but yeah. uh, on the muscle up, you're still not getting a rest on the shoulders. No. Yeah, because so. you're going, you went muscle up, ramp, ramp, pistol, and then ramp, 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 muscle yeah. up. Yeah. So the ramp was just kind of transition between yeah. the muscle ups and the pistols. Yay. Whichever way you're going. Yeah. Even must even muscle ups in that setting are, are tough. Because yeah. unless you practice on a high set of rings. Yeah. There's a lot of play because a, a lot of people will go of off different. of a rig mm-hmm. where the straps are shorter. Yeah, it's, where it's more play. like a bar muscle up than it is a ring muscle up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, we, at my gym we had we had long ones that yeah. I had practiced nice. on, so it wasn't too. They, they were kipping muscle ups. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, um, how did you end up placing wise on that? I think that one was like 16th. 16th. So yeah. that's not bad for. So for that yeah. one, I was like fantastic. Yeah. That's right. great. Yeah. yeah. And then you get a little bit of rest, and then event four was the snatch and burpees. Snatch and burpees, yeah. which isn't. So at this point, you you have been working out right beside Fraser. Yeah, so right? day two was. Yeah, saw that yeah, photo. Yeah, it so it's a pretty sweet front and center. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. man. So the snatches were they decreased in weight, yeah. and uh, what was the rep scheme? I think it was ten snatches, twelve burpees for four rounds. First mm-hmm. two rounds were at one seventy five. And then the next two rounds were at 115. Okay, 175, 115. Yeah. And then that's, I, I was I was trying to watch, uh, go back and watch some of it, and that was the one on, so I just watched, and it definitely looked like you laid it all out. Oh, that um, killed that me. That was that, so, so bad. Any, I mean, terrible work. You know, if, if you've ever done CrossFit before, let's be honest, couplets are the absolute worst. Yeah, you yeah know, absolutely. Just anything, yeah. I mean, back and it forth, could be back anything, and yeah. burpees or <laughs> yeah. anything, and, you know, any t- type of sprint, whether it's a row or a bike or whatever. That's just, it's going to crush you. So, yeah. um, it looked like it turned out pretty well for you, though. It did. I think I got, again, like 15th or yeah. 16th place. Uh, that was one of the ones where, unfortunately, like, that was way behind my training time. Mm. I think that was because mm. just the bars were so different and it yeah. threw me off. And mm-hmm. then 
a lot of times when I catch the snatches, my feet are pretty wide. Mm-hmm. And I'd never thought, like, if your foot's on the line, that's a no rep. Right. So in the first round, I had three snatches that were no oh, rep. No. I'm like, what, yeah. what and again, being taller. Right. Like, right. like, and being yeah, taller. being taller. So yeah, you have to catch lower with a short bar. Like, it was just a whirlwind of They discriminate against the tall folk. <laughs> that's, that's clear. No. These are wider lanes. They stop being <laughs> right. Go back to where was that Columbus, the Ohio State Fairgrounds? Yeah. Just a bunch of farmland. It's like 100 people there the yeah. first year. Just do whatever what you want. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's the, the short part is weird, man. But yeah, but after uh, after day two, you were still. I think a third. Third. That's, that's freaking fantastic, man. Yeah. And uh, how are you feeling at that yeah, point? After after day two, um, super beat up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the pistols and that workout uh, just wrecked my legs. I don't know what it is about pistols. I can do a freaking four hundred pound, you know, back squat or whatever you want to say. Like, just like, all right, I'm gonna do every minute on the minute, you know, whatever. Just heavy, ten like ten pistols. Heavy, heavy, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> ten <laughs> pistols. I'm right. sore for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that is again one movement where I'm like, yeah. I'm to the point in my life where I'm like, I never have to do them again. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the, another movement that just like separates CrossFit the sport from CrossFit the sweet. Yeah. See, it's just it's like it doesn't need he, to he already gets it. He already gets it. We just talked when we talked to uh, Pat Herringer, who owns Five One Three United, and uh, great guy, great guy, great beard. Yeah, fantastic, <laughs> beard. fantastic beard. Just overall, hope he's listening. Uh, but what he he put it probably the best in their party tricks. Oh, completely. Like yeah, muscle ups and pistols are, are party tricks. Yeah. Like everyone can do. Like everyone can do them now. But you could. You're just separating yourself from those higher level athletes by yeah. doing it. Um, and again, you can use the pistol as a you know a fantastic diagnostic tool. You know, for, for working with any any type of population. Yeah. But at the same time, whenever you're trying to do these, at we're, we're talking you know more specifically about doing them at high intensity. You know, it's one thing whenever I've got a box behind you and maybe I'm holding your hands and you're going back and I'm like, You're oh. holding on to the rig, you know, something you have like that. A, you have a valgus fault here whenever you go down and your ankle's internally rotated. You know, like it's one thing to be like that. You know, again, we're talking about three, two, one, go, and now I'm asking you to do 50 pistols on each leg it, at high intensity. Is it like grid league where they had to do burpee? Burpee over the bar into they a get, pistol. They get so ridiculous. I, I don't know. But that, but that, but it's like, but that's yeah, again, it's like I that's a, that's a basically the They're, party trick. Mike, Mike McKenna was talking about. It's like all the stupid things we do in sports, and it's yeah. like, pit, like throwing a baseball. Pitchers. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing you could possibly <laughs> yeah. do, but it is the sport right, of it. You right, know. Right. So yeah. Uh, so you're super beat up after day two. Um, or is that that was. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's very yeah. accurate. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Um, and then so now day three, we're in third place. Yeah. Um, you know, central regional, one of the most competitive regions, if not the most competitive uh, regional out there. What's uh, the first event, uh, day two or day three? Sorry. Um, that was event five. So that was the 50 handstand push-ups, 50 toes to bar, 50 cow bike, huh. 50 dumbbell step overs, and then the the lunge. Oh yeah. Which Oof. was. A beast of a workout. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Dave Castro, man, he's like, he's, yeah, he's going for blood. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? I tell you what, those soft boxes are really tough to to do anything on. I feel like too. They was they were interesting. Like yeah. just that, like it's if you have that, what you have? What you have in each hand? A seventy pound dumbbell. Yeah. So I mean, your body weight, like it's just it's unstable. Like yeah. I get why I know why they do it. Yeah. But it's a different feeling to walk on. Mm-hmm. You know, even when we did yeah. we did the higher box jumps the other day, and it was like jumping onto a the thirty inch side in the soft box, and it's like you just you get up there and you're like, I don't feel like I'm gonna fall over. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. um, 
So what was the toughest part? I, I'd imagine. Handstand push-ups. Handstand push-ups. Yeah, for you, especially going yeah. in with the fatigue from the previous two days. Like getting coming off the wall when I finished those, I was like a minute fifteen behind training mm. time. Mm. So I looked up and was just like, oh no. What are their like, standards? How'd you break them up? I think it went like fifteen. 10, 10, then mm. just a failure for the mm. remaining yeah, sure. sets. Sure. Yeah. What are the what are the standards they use for? So at regionals, you just had the two by three foot box. Um, just use that. Palms mm-hmm. inside, and then you had to have full hip extension. I, I really hate the open standard. Sorry. I don't like it either. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I know. I, so I'm like, just use that standard. The two by three box worked well. Yeah. You know, again, if you're short, good for you. You know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. You're going to suck on the row. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll digress and show you my age and obviously Jared's. Uh, so we we were very, in, in, well, Jared primarily, um, I was more in the coaching realm for regionals. And, um, you know, we were up there in Rich Froning's heyday. He was in our central. And we had Dan Bailey and yeah. Scott Pancheck and Nick, and all these all these heavy hitters, you know, out there. And Dan Bailey does Diane the one year. And uh, we're, like, right down there watching him. It's him and Froning. And he's doing all of his handstand push-ups strict, and I guess he had like one of his fingers or something was on the on the line. So like there's no rep in him. He looks at his judge and he's like, "Just tell me when I'm done," and he just keeps <laughs> doing. Well, this will this will show you again. That's show you how far it's it was come. so amazing. He did it like 130 or something. It was crazy. First thing is one of the workouts, one of the team workouts was four members. Each person did a 750 meter row, and then combined. The four of you did fifty handstand push-ups. Mm-hmm. No way. And then yeah. you finished with a seven fifty row. It's, it's come a long way. And That's not to mention crazy. the the walls were just a bare sheet of plywood, yeah, plywood. with twenty five pound plates nice. and an air mat in between. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're only, they didn't even have mats. They were just lifting really on concrete. Funny. The only rule the only rule is you couldn't, you couldn't have your finger in the hole where the bar goes. Oh wow! It's because you couldn't, because I guess this gives you like if you had a thing in there, you could press off yeah. easier. I don't know. Yeah. But either way, whenever I think of handstand push-ups, like Dan Bailey's arms. A minute, just, a minute twenty-seven. Like, literally, just, that's that's like a minute, yeah, it was, a minute it, he was sprinting, sprinting to the bar, sprinting uh, to the two twenty-five deadlifts, and sprinting back. And well, when you're when you're you when you're five it. five six and your arms are down past your knees, yeah, right. And he's super fit. You know, I mean, oh, I'm not God, taking yeah. anything away from the guy. Like, dude is super fit. But it was just so impressive, and I'll never forget that. He's like, the judge is like, no rep. And Dan just looks at him, he's like, just tell me when I'm done. Just, I'm just going to keep, keep going. going. Yeah. <laughs> he, probably, he probably did like, yeah. probably close to 60 hands. Yeah, push that's crazy. So, yeah, like I said, I digress. I, I digress yeah. but the, the, the old, it's, it's the old days when you, all yeah. you had to do was one handstand push up. You go to regionals. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyways. So, it, but it's always fun because, you know, obviously it is progressive. And that's one of the things that honestly allures me still um, to the sport, especially the games as a gym owner, is just seeing literally humans push their potential. Yeah. You know, and right. that's, that's what's so incredible about it. And um, every year at the games, you know, you don't know what it is. It's pegboard or, you know, I mean, remember the one year, speaking of handstand push ups, they were like, no kipping. You're going to do them strict. And you just saw a lot of. You know, primarily, there was males for sure, but females, you know, uh, obviously a little more with the upper body, um, just stand there. And yeah. it's like, uh, you know, the handstand yeah. walks. And so it's always fun to see what they're going to introduce next. So um, I feel like there's, um, they're, 
again, everybody loves to hate on Dave Castro, but I really do feel like he is five years ahead in his mind on where this is actually going. Oh, yeah, I, I, I think he's just a yeah. constant, constant uh, student. Yeah, you know, because if you do follow him on social media and stuff like that, dudeism. He, he's an avid reader. You yeah, know? he's yeah. constantly reading, um, and and I imagine traveling and visiting places and doing his research. You know, he's not just you know sitting on his butt and throwing darts at a board with movements on him. Right? Yeah, right. You know, right. So, um, so the handstand push-up workout. Handstand push-up. Yeah, we'll go back there. And then, uh, so how how that turn out for you? That one again was. I hadn't finished that one in training, so the goal that day was just get it done. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. don't look around, just try yeah. and beat the time Tunnel cap. Yeah. yeah, and so once I had gotten finally to the bike, I think everyone else had just gotten off the bike, so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, jeez, Pete. So yeah. I just tried to move a little bit faster than I did in training on the bike, and then got to the box step ups and was like, you, like, there's, there's no stopping mm-hmm. at this point. You just have to keep moving. Mm-hmm. And That's so just picked them up and just thought about it. Set a six for the box. Mm-hmm. Breathe once or twice. Pick them up. Go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do the same for sure. thing for eight sets. And yeah, did you get it finished? I got I got capped. Oh, like, I got capped. So I, yeah. I finished it, but then didn't get to the finish line. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Well, that's that's damn close, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, uh, one more to go. For the for a chance of obviously going to the yeah. next to the next level. Um, how was how was the body feeling and, and the oh, mind? So and, bad. Yeah, just, so just bad a lot of pain. Point. Yeah, um, super beat up. Um, just starting to warm up for the thrusters. Like it was only one fifty five, which mm-hmm. typically is like super light for me. Like, mm-hmm. All day I can do one fifty five thrusters. Mm-hmm. But back in the warm up area, I did like one rep and was like, oh no, like that was yeah. really heavy. We put two twenty five on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it gets what it felt like. That's yeah. what it felt like. And uh, on top of that, just the pressure of like like why am I in this position right now like how am I in fifth place like I'm like I'm not I was like I thought I was gonna be in like 30th place sure, like, sure, sure. here for fun but I'm like right now I've got a shot at it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um yeah it was just there was a lot going through my yeah, head yeah. at that point right. it's to be expected anyone yeah. anyone in that position so the last workout's basically a sprint you got yeah uh, is it was it rope climbs and yeah thrusters? rope climbs and thrusters yep, yep. so Three, two, one, go! You're you're off to the races, and and it was the one fifty five still just feeling feeling heavy, or it was heavy, and on but like on top before we even got to the thrusters, um, I was like jumping up for my third rope climb, and Scott was the one chasing me at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. and I hear Scott Panchik's already on the thrusters. I'm like, I'm on my third <laughs> rope climb. Like, aren't we all supposed to be going the same pace right here? <laughs> How can you climb the rope faster than right, this? Right. And so by the time I got to the thrusters, I see him like working his way back, and in my head I'm just like. Dang, that's that's it. Like I knew it was pretty much over at that point because the first set of thrusters for me was like horrible. Mm, It was mm. so heavy. So I'll tell you what, the exciting part is um, hearing you talk about this is that's just your first year, right? You know, um, you know, hearing you talk about your training times and things like that, having that wherewithal while you're working out in regionals. To mm-hmm. be like, this is where I'm at. Oh, I'm a little bit ahead or I'm a little bit behind. Throttle forward, throttle back. Um, and now it's just now you know what it feels like on day three. Yeah. 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 That's a huge, huge. thing. That's, that's priceless, man. That's that experience. Having, having that, that uh, you know, once you know it, you can't forget it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So now you know what it feels like on day three and 
now that's that is your weakness you know it's like we're going to focus on being able to push through hard on that third day when everyone else starts to peter off yeah you know you look at someone like scott pancheck He's been there He's a few that, times. Yeah, Pretty much times everyone that, that finished, uh, I would say, before you, w- has been there before, even the younger brother, Panchak. He's been to regionals like four times. Four yeah. times, yeah. And he trains with Scott. With, with Scott and his twin brother, who yeah. all made it to regionals. Yeah, so obviously that's an ace in their hole. So, I mean, yeah, you have yeah, nothing to, but should be really super proud of you. I know obviously everyone in our area is like, you know, super proud of you. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's one of those things like, um, not too many people from our area, I feel like, individually-wise, on, on the male side, have really made it um, that high of a finish yeah. uh, in, in regional. So for a first year, man, like that's being as young as you are, you know, obviously just, and, and even next year, like the next year, whatever happens, happens. Like, but just, just you know, that experience you gained this year is absolutely priceless, and yep. you should be nothing but proud, regardless of. Oh, uh, you know, I had that opportunity yeah. to maybe go, and yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it's a super difficult. I mean, let's be honest, there was really only probably three spots available. You know, when you get yeah, when, when you, you get like the, the likes of it. Frazier, yeah. all right, he's gonna win. Yeah, uh, he's gonna win the games too. Right. You know, and uh, typically Panchak's gonna be up there. Yeah. You know, even higher. I'm not sure yeah. how uh, how it all finished out, but I know like Alex Anderson's usually another gimme. Yeah, yeah, he's your anchors up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, so even the, even the guy, race. I think the guy that won the regional last year didn't make it. The no, Castillo. He didn't. Castillo. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure he's bumming about that a little bit. But, yeah. you know, so you just never know because it's such a competitive. And let's be honest, like you said, man, it, it really comes down to a lot of the programming. Let's, you know, let's, does, that, little, yeah. that little short bar, yeah. you know, not to make excuses, um, you know, can affect the training or so on and so forth. So, um, obviously, ninth place is still a phenomenal finish and the to be uh, up there in the mix you know constantly throughout the weekend that's definitely yeah. should be proud of that but so what um what's off you know is there an off season for you now or is it like kind of right back to training it's kind of get right back into it right back i, mean, into I thought it. about yeah. somewhat of an off season but just resting the past two days i've yeah. been already itching to get yeah, back yeah. to it so um do you do a lot of um local stuff or um you know water blues or anything like that to kind of keep up with the competitive um, part of it or is it just not not particularly yeah. um, I mean, wrong with that. in the I past think I've done some like just some random local competitions yeah. uh-huh. I tried to do Wadapalooza last year but didn't qualify for it uh-huh. um, I'll probably try and do Wadapalooza yeah, this year I would year. say you got a good chance <laughs> yeah yeah um, absolutely but yeah I mean nothing I heard that's really crazy. fun that's it really looks fun. like so much fun I'd like to go down there one year and, and watch yeah. sure. I think it'll be a lot of fun well fantastic yeah. um, so Drew, one question we always like to ask people before they head off on the show is just very simple. It's what is your definition of fitness? Ooh. We've had everything answered, <laughs> so there is no real wrong answer here. What is fitness? Um, I would say it's just being able to do any physical task that's put in front of you, being able to mentally and physically handle whatever situation is presented to you. I think that's that, good. I like the mental yeah, aspect well, I mean, of that too, right? Yeah, huge. You know, it's not all physical. Exactly. It is probably, I would say, almost more mental. Yeah. Being able to, because yeah. there's we've we've all seen people push physically past what they thought they could do yeah. because their mental game was strong that day. Yep. 
you know, they're in, and think of any bad training day you've had. Right. It's not that you physically can't lift that bar, it's that you're, you told yourself that you're not going to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's something that separates even, you know, you got to experience a little bit this, this uh, last weekend at the regional with, with Frazier. It's like yeah. the guy is super genetically talented, but like his mental game. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable. How, how it's you... really cool. Like even, so the, I think the coolest thing for me was watching him, uh, like right up until right before we were gonna walk out the curtains onto the floor. Uh-huh. I mean, he's goofing around, joking around, uh-huh. and then you like, you literally see <laughs> it's like immediately yeah. and like it's night and day difference wow. like he's game mode mm-hmm. do not talk to him like he's gonna rip your head off I looked wow. that, looked that Michael Phelps mm-hmm. did you ever see that Michael Phelps clip where he's got his yeah. headphones on yeah. like, that's yeah. what I think exactly of. exactly yeah. just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna destroy this. you know just mentally yeah. like you are there and you um, you know you're gonna be able to kill that, that, yeah. that workout for yeah. the day yeah. fantastic yeah, well good. Drew thank you so much yeah, thanks, for, yeah, so thank for, you for being on today thank you. Uh, thank you all for listening to Everyday Athlete join us next week as we dive deep into the lives of those who make us great thanks yeah. again man yeah, yep, thank you guys